Welcome to the Behind the Bliss podcast, where Rachel Autry brings weekly conversations to encourage, inspire, storytell, and share. Each episode is designed for you to feel met in your mess and balanced in your bliss. Here's today's conversation. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast is made possible by our generous patrons. So we have a new system in place for those of you that want to maybe give and be included a little bit more intimately in this Behind the Bliss community. If you're listening and that's you, we have three different tiers and levels in which you can be involved in, where you can get early access to episodes, an extra episode each month, memory verse printouts every week, and 10-minute devotionals every week as well. We seriously cannot do this without you all. If you love our show and would want to join our patrons, head over to BehindTheBlissPodcast.com and click Give, or head to Patreon.com slash BehindTheBliss. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Bliss. When you look back on your life, it's, it's kind of hard not to beat yourself up. The I should have done, I could have done, or maybe I shouldn't have done really floods your mind. But really, what we need to hear is that all along, we were blooming. Artist, poet, and encourager Morgan Harper Nichols shares the ups and downs that she fought when jumping on board with the vision that she was given. From one creator to another, she pulls back the screen to see the uncertainty, the fear, the I'm not quite sure about this moments that might have kept her back from her incredible online mission that she has now, had she not tuned in to the voice of truth and vision. So if you're in between dreams, you have an idea, a calling, or a vision, and you need a little encouragement and want to get up close and personal to someone else's story, then this episode is for you. Morgan, welcome to Behind the Bliss. I am so honored to have you here with us today. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. This is going to be an amazing conversation because I like to say the heartbeat of Behind the Bliss is to kind of pull back the veil of what's really happening in life and share about maybe the messier, not so pretty parts. But in all of it, I feel like the Lord is so glorified if we let him be. Mm-hmm. And so what is so cool is that your work goes hand in hand with kind of the heartbeat of this too. You being a poet and taking people's everydays and turning them into beautiful truths throughout artwork and poetry. And so this is just perfect. I feel like this is so aligned mm. and which is so fun to find. Would you maybe just share a little bit about who you are, what you got going on, yes. what Orange County is like for you. Yes. Now. So I am a, I, I'm, I do a lot of things, but I think in short, I am, I'm an artist who mostly writes poetry and sometimes music as well. And um, yeah, so I, I love to paint. I love to draw like pretty much all the things that I love to do at five years old <laughs> I'm still doing it and it was through I would love to say that it was like yeah I just I'm always just been creative and believed in myself and shared what I had but honestly I became a creative in many ways like out of desperation out of having no other options <laughs> um I I was yeah I I went to I was homeschooled I'm a homeschool preacher's kid from Atlanta Georgia area and by the time I got to college, I was like, oh, okay, I got to be like a real grown up now. So like I went to college, 
had my real grown up job and I was like, I'll just do creativity and artsy things on the side. As a hobby. Yeah. 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 And it just so happened to be that there's, there were some like things that were changing about my job and my position was moving to um, another part of the state and I couldn't move with it. And that just really kind of shook my life up right out of college. And I just got married and we were broke and we were like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I long story short, I ended up on this like half a decade journey of just like constant unknown of like, how do I fit? Where do I fit? What am I even good at? You know, is it even worth it? All those big questions that I honestly just feel like a lot of people ask. Yes. And yeah. Honestly, I think a huge part of all of that for me was, and this is where I feel like grace just comes in because it was like, while I was battling all of that and just constantly doubting myself and, and feeling like I didn't have a voice, like I wasn't worthy, all of that, I just started writing about all of those things. Hmm. And um, I wasn't always sharing them, but I just, you know, I didn't know what they were. I didn't know if it was a poem, if it was a devotional, if it was, I didn't know what it was. I was just like, even though there are times where I don't really believe like that things are going to get better. I'm just like, I yeah. still feel like I need to write about that. So you've been journaling for a while. I have. I have. I started keeping a diary at eight years old, actually. <laughs> do you still have them? Have you read back? Yeah, I do. And they're they're hilarious because I was, I was a very like matter of fact kid. Like I wouldn't write about like my emotions about things. Like I was just, I would just write about like, I would just write about like, okay, here's what I did today. And then my, my yes. mom made my sister and I grilled cheese and Jamie's grilled cheese had more cheese than mine. Um, but that's okay because an hour <laughs> later we were painting and da, 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 da. I was just, it was so random. Oh my um, gosh. And I don't know why, like, I don't know why I felt like I had permission to just like write these things down. <laughs> But I just yeah. did. And yeah, in many ways, I'm still just doing that today. Like, <laughs> Not a whole lot right. has changed. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like I've, I've always been a writer. Um, I didn't feel like I was a good writer. Um, I actually had have dyslexia. And even if, if you happen to ever see my artwork, even like the, um, when I use all caps, like, that actually started because like, I still get anxiety like writing letters because I know I get them wrong I still have to like look really yeah I still have to look and make sure like so yeah writing is very therapeutic for me but that's how the writing and caps thing you know kind of came to be and that's why I'm just like a firm believer in just like the most cliche thing ever but it just always comes back to this it's just like you know whatever you make like make it from a true place like be yourself like even the even the the parts of yourself that you that are perceived as flaws you know because yeah. I'll have people that will ask me like oh well how do I be like you like how do I make what you're making and I'm like you just don't have to be like yeah yeah I'm like what I'm making is made from my struggle <laughs> like my struggle and my strength so it's like you have your own things that you've dealt with and the reasons why you feel this urge and push to create or make a difference in the world or in your community. So yeah, it's really hard to find out what those things are, but I think that being an artist, being a writer, being someone who cares about serving others or, or bringing good into the world, whatever, in whatever capacity you want, I think that's what it's about. It's about, you know, taking that journey just to see like, Oh wow. Like I was uniquely created and yes, that, there's a lot of uncertainty that comes with that because it's like, oh, well, what am I made mm-hmm. to do and all of that. But 
just make your art about the journey of discovering that. Right. Isn't it so beautiful that the places that you felt most ill-equipped, like maybe putting pen to paper or paintbrush on paper, or I think the lies that maybe your dyslexia spoke into you and your identity, mm-hmm. it's just so beautiful. It's the exact where scripture says his power is made perfect in our weakness. Mm-hmm. It's like where Morgan is not, you know, quote unquote, equipped or called to or whatever, you actually are. Mm-hmm. And when you're an obedient in that place, look where he's taken it. Yeah. You know, just like saying yes. Yeah, exactly. And it's so scary to do that, you know, <laughs> it's just like, yeah. but one thing that, you know, I've just been holding on to lately is because like, you know, I think maybe many years ago, I was kind of hoping that, oh yeah, like once I kind of get in the rhythm of this thing and I'm, you know, I'm okay, like, you know, the uncertainty is going to go away or the scariness is going to mm-hmm. go away, but it doesn't. And you just have to stay like one, just in the present moment, it's just like, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, God has given us past, present, and future, but all we have access to right now is present. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like, we, we have to just be here and say like, what, what am I supposed to be learning right here, right now, you know, as, as uncomfortable yes. or as, as scary as it may be at times, like, like what, how am I being strengthened here and where do I go from there? So. Yes. Yes. So what I'm hearing a lot in recent conversations, specifically with Behind the Bliss, but honestly, just in everyday life conversations, is that the world wants to make us comfortable. Mm. And a lot of times the comfort comes at the expense of facing our pain and never really feeling what we're needing to feel. And I think that's what's so whole. And so I just... I mean, so extravagant about the work that you do is that these words bring feelings to pain Mm. that people and maybe yourself don't fully understand in the moment until the words are written out. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to hear about like what what made this become like a thing? (laughs) How did this movement get started from those journals that you used to write and just diary entries and creating to something that's just so public now? Yeah, so I will say that I love that question, first of all, <laughs> and because I, I do believe that, like, you know, our stories and everything that's happened in our stories, like, informs, like, where we are today. Mm-hmm. However, I, you know, I don't know exactly how it happened um, <laughs> in the sense of, like, every time I feel like I'm like, okay, yeah, this happened, this happened, and literally last night I was on a flight and I just had, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I thought of a totally separate thing that I was a little side project that I had done for like six months and I totally forgot about it. I was like, oh my gosh, that was so similar to what I'm doing today. Wow. So, and I didn't even realize that till yesterday. So I think I'm still constantly like discovering and maybe I'll never actually have like a clear step-by-step of what happened, but oh, yeah. maybe that's the point. Maybe that's the point. So um, <laughs> it's, um, I, but I would say like a big turning point was, um, you know, honestly, like social media <laughs> and bless it. Um, it's the because, best and the worst. Yeah, you it's, just never know. Yeah, I because for me, I never um, you know, growing up I was I felt like an outsider quite a bit and I didn't it was really hard for me to make friends and find community and I found a little community in college every once in a while and oh I, I shouldn't say every once in a while. I have friends from college, but I oftentimes felt like I was like you know, the friend that was like, just on the outside, you know, it's like, Hmm. like, the best way I can describe it is like, you know, invited to the wedding, but not a bridesmaid. Like, I always felt like I was 
that friend. Like, I was just like, why am I not, like, what's wrong with me? Like, why am I not connecting on a deeper level? So I honestly found, like, a lot of my community on the internet because it was like, that was like the first place where I could find like other artists and, and other people who like to write. And, you know, with that came like a thousand distractions because it was just like, Oh, well, some people are fashion bloggers. Well, I like clothes. Maybe I could mm. do that. And I would just go off and, you know, <laughs> like so many of us, I'm like, Oh, let me give this a try. And I, but at the core of it, everything I did always incorporated some kind of writing and some kind of like wanting to be curious and hear people's stories. Yeah. And for a very long time, like that wasn't like popular. Or they didn't like get followers or anything, but I was just curious about that. So I, I would think about people in my life. I would think about people that I just encountered along the way. So yeah, I've, I've tried so many different things. I've had a lot of different projects and, and, but this right here was just sort of in a point where I had written this poem in 2016 that was just sort of like kind of reflecting of what I was sharing earlier, just that whole not feeling like I'm good enough and just dealing with feelings of failure. And I was 26. So I was kind of like in this part of like, okay, I'm more than halfway. It's like your quarter life crisis. You're like, I'm sorry, what is this supposed to be? It it was absolutely that for sure. And I was just like, how I wasted my time. You know, I'm like, I have all the student loan debt and I've like lived in different cities and tried different things. And I'm just like, gosh, like, why is this not working? Like what's going on? And one night in November, 2016, all of that just like hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was just kind of like, oh, all right, well, this is just the end. Like, I'm not going to try to be creative. I'm not going to try to dream anymore. I'm just giving up. So in true Morgan fashion, I was like, well, I'll write a poem about (laughs) giving up. (laughs) I'll write something about giving up. So I did. And I wrote this poem and the poem is, when you start to feel like things should have been better this year, remember the mountains and valleys that brought you here. They are not mistakes, and those moments were not in vain. You are not the same. You have grown, and you are growing. You are living. You are breathing. You are wrapped in endless, boundless grace, and things will get better. There is more to you than yesterday. And as I wrote those wow. words, and I looked at them in my notebook, I was like, Sounds cool, but I don't really believe it. <laughs> it's just kind of like, there's more to me. Like, yeah. the, uh, things are going to get better. I'm like, actually, probably not. I was like, I think I peaked. I think I'm done. No. And I just still felt like I had to write it. And I just, I just think that's so amazing. You know, it's like when we have these moments in our life where it's like we're struggling with whatever it is, but it's like, man, like, why do I still feel like this pull to like notice beautiful things and to like, mm-hmm. And that looks different for everyone. And I'm like, why do I still feel this need to write, to write songs or to write letters or to spend time with people I love, like, even though I'm struggling so much. And, you know, I just think that was grace. And that was what I was writing about. And I didn't, I didn't really realize it that way in the moment. So anyway, that poem was a big turning point because I hadn't really written poetry in a very long time. And I wrote that in November. And then that following January, I ended up finding out that it had gone viral on Pinterest. And I had no idea. So I ended up posting it on Pinterest, um, because I was scared to post it on Instagram. And (laughs) I I was just like, that's just too much pressure. 
Um, and at the time, I was just kind of using Pinterest personally. I wasn't really, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to get it out there. I'm just going to share it. Yeah. That's just my way of releasing this thing. I'm done. It's over. That's it. That's the last time I'm trying. Um, so yeah, I shared it. And then, yeah, I, I forgot about it for months. It wasn't until that January, that following January, that I discovered that it, it had been repinned that many times. And till this day, I have no idea how it happened. I've tried to go back and I've tried to look and see where it took off. And and I would love to say that, you know, even then I was just like, oh, thank you, God. Like, this was the sign I needed. But it, it, honestly, I was still just like, you know, things go viral all the time and then people forget about it. Mm. I'm like, it's nothing. And then I would say like the the uppercase turning point <laughs> was when I started to receive Instagram DMs from people who had read this poem. And they were just saying things like, here's what I've been through and here's what this poem meant to me because last year was the worst year of my life and here's why. And the stories that people were sharing just like broke me apart. And suddenly it was just like, okay, I can't seem to figure out how to get past like all these mental blocks of writing from my story and all of that. But I was like, I can write for their story. It's like I can give to these people. So from from January to, sep- to September into October, I kind of like just tinker with that. I was like, what does that look like? Like, what does it look like to write for people's stories? I'm like, I don't know what it is, but it was like, you know, before I, I felt like in order to be a creative, you know, I kind of needed this like, and I mean, I wouldn't have said this back then, but I think it was it was definitely in like the underbelly like it was there like I kind of felt like I had to get like permission or approval from people that were in charge or people that were successful um I felt like I had to get like their approval to make things you Mm -hmm. know because I'm like that's how the world works like you sign book deals and record deals and you know you get big clients and all this and if you don't get that then you're not successful so even though maybe on the outside it may not have looked like I was chasing that that type of thing, I think I still just had managed to get this belief that unless I was able to be successful in a certain kind of way, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't matter. So when I started receiving those stories, that was a huge turning point because it was just like, suddenly I just stopped caring about that stuff because now it was like, even though it was an Instagram DM, I felt like this person was standing in front of me. Yeah, And I was just like, just like in real life, when we have moments where people share things with us that what they've been through and, or we just see the, the pain that they're in. It's like in those moments, I, I truly believe even people who are, who are going after the highest success of life, like even then, like we all have moments, we all have people in our life that cause us to just stop in our tracks mm-hmm. and just like be in the stillness and be in the moment and just say like, I don't even care what's going on about outside the, the world at this point, you know? outside in the world at this point, you know, I don't even care what's, what the charts are saying or what the Instagram trends are. I'm just going to be present with this person. Yeah. So that's what kind of happened. And and I often think about, you know, I'm, I'm a preacher's kid and I remember growing up, like going to do a lot of hospital visits. And, um, I just remember, you know, this being in those, in those rooms, it was, it was hard because, you know, we would oftentimes go with our parents and, because it's like, there's nothing you can do a lot of times, you know, you're just, yeah. you're just, you know, you're called to just be there and comfort. Just, yeah. 
yeah, and comfort and, and, and sometimes there are words and sometimes they're not. Sometimes we sing songs, sometimes we don't. And it's, and I think I, I think in many ways, like when I was reading these stories of what people had been through, um, you know, everything ranging from like, just like career things, like what I had been through to just like really tragic loss and just dealing with grief and, and yeah, um, just a lot of trauma, just a lot of really serious issues. And I was just like, wow, like, I'll just write for those people. That's what I'm mm-hmm. going to do. So it wasn't until, so from January to October, I was just trying to figure out what that was. And I was literally just, th- literally just throwing paint at the wall. Like, do I paint? Do I draw? Do I, <laughs> do I send note cards out to people? Do I write letters? Do I-, I call that like throwing noodles at the wall and just yeah. like trying to see what <laughs> sticks. Is it al dente mm-hmm. or not? Yeah. 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 It was it got like really like messy in, in like a beautiful way. Like I just started like buying crayons and color pencils and I was just, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm onto something. Yeah. And in that moment, like when I say onto something, I don't even mean like, I, because actually as I started kind of posting all this stuff. I actually started losing followers. So I, when I'm saying onto something, I don't even mean like, onto something like oh it could be successful but it was sure. like before I had just been posting music stuff and some other things and like people were like I guess people were just like sorry we don't want to see your random art projects all day mm. but I was just like I'm, I'm just having fun honestly yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like the first time I was like there are people who are following because they don't want to see this and I don't care because <laughs> yeah. I'm like you've hit the I, creative I jackpot have- exactly so yeah. I just I just and it was honestly other people's stories that got me there it really was like I truly believe it was it was God's God using other people to speak yeah. to me, and I and I'm not the only person in the world who's had that experience. So I was just like, man, like this is what I want to do. So in October, um, by this point, we were living out here in California now, and we were um, we were just kind of in this place where um, we we were getting ready to move. We were getting ready to move, and where we were moving was closer to the city, but that meant less space. <laughs> so this whole space where I had been like painting and doing all this stuff, I lost all that studio space. So I had to like, I think I, I think if I remember correctly, I think I literally put on Craigslist like free art supplies and somebody came <laughs> up and just got all my stuff. Um, so I had to like give it all away and that was really hard. And I was just like, oh, what am I going to do? I was like, I really love writing for people's stories, but I'm like, and I'm not like a trained painter or anything. I was just having right. fun. Um, so I bought, I bought an iPad and I've been experimenting a little bit with like making art on that. I was like, well, I can use that. I was like, oh, well, I know what I'll do. I was like, I'll just write for people's stories one at a time. And then I'll just like send it to them in Instagram, like on Instagram, I'll just do it that way. And I posted on October 16th, 2017, I posted, I was on my Instagram story. It wasn't like a fancy graphic or anything. I didn't have a hashtag. I still to this day don't even know what this project is called. I never named it. I've tried like 40 different names, nothing sticks. <laughs> and I was just like, hey, um, so I just want to write for people's stories. Like one at a time, just send me your stories and and I'll respond with 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 art, poetry, whatever it is I'm doing. And I'll just share it with you. Yeah. And um, a few people responded. I mean, at that time, like I didn't have like a ton of followers or anything. And I was just like, oh, this is really fun. Like, 
I didn't care about the numbers. I was just like, man, I just, I just write for these like three or five people. Like, Mm -hmm. this is amazing. I I could do this forever as as long as they tolerate it. So um, I just, in that moment, I sat with my iPad and if you've seen any of my art, I was nowhere, nowhere at the level of that I am now in terms of like all the using all the brushes and all these different techniques and stuff Mm -hmm. that I experiment with. I mean, it was just like a plain background with like, with like a very sad attempt at lettering. Like it was not anything, (laughs) it was not anything special. Um, But I was just like, I don't, I really don't care. I'm like, I feel like I'm just writing letters to people and so I wrote for, I think, three, maybe four people that night and October 16th. And then the next day I woke up to hundreds of DMs and they were from wow. people that I didn't know, people that didn't even follow me. And they were just, say- they were saying things like, we just heard that you were, you were writing for people's stories and giving away free artwork. Like, can you write for my story? And wow. sometimes it was like really long, in-depth stories. And sometimes it was just like a few words. Do you have anything about this topic? Do you have anything about that? And honestly that is what kept me going like that's what helped me like overcome the self-doubt enough to keep creating so I I honestly I mean I still deal with that pressure I still deal with anxiety and and the stress and again the self-doubt I still deal with those things and you know I have to I have to I wake up every morning like having to be intentional about like fighting those things Mm -hmm. uh to just be quiet in the back of my mind they have not gone away but they have gotten quieter and I do hear it less. And I feel like I hear it the least when I'm interacting with people, real people, and I'm hearing their stories. And, you know, I just think in, in an age where so much of our time is being spent on platforms, you know, like Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and TikTok, no, TikTok, <laughs> TikTok and all the things. <laughs> wow, it shows how young and relevant I am. Oh my gosh, um, me too. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so in an age of Tic Tac, I'm never going to be able to see a Tic Tac and not remember this conversation with you. Oh my gosh, I love it. Uh, wow, well, oh yeah, I'm, 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 I'm 29 and I feel like I'm getting so old. So like for the first time of Thanksgiving, I had to ask my, my brother-in-law who's 20 to help me. I couldn't figure out because I was using my GPS and Google Maps and I couldn't. I didn't know how I was trying to find a coffee shop in between where point A and point B. Yes. And I, I didn't know how to do it. Oh gosh. Me neither. He's, like, you know he's like, you know, there's a feature where he explained it to me. And I like it. T- I had to overcome my pride. And I just yes. stared at it. I'm like, I'm going to figure this out. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know. 20 I was minutes like, later. Yeah. yeah, it was like my first time having to ask a younger person oh, how to help me with technology. It was. <laughs> hey, was we like, can't be wow. all great at everything. You stick it's to art, so we'll true. be great. So, you know? Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> okay, I guess I just gotta let it go and let the young kids do <laughs> let it. The young kids do. Yes. It. Like, isn't that kind of weird though? Of like, even thinking like with Instagram, like Instagram's been out for ten years this year. So it's really? like, it's oh my gosh, not, it has. yeah, it came out in 2010. Yeah. So it's just, it's just so funny. Like I remember because it came out, I think like a week before I got married and I remember I was 20 when I got married and I remember thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish all my friends would download this Instagram app so we could like share pictures from the wedding and stuff. Like, so and it was like before all that, it's so, it's so wild to think about. And I'm just like, man, like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm just gonna have. I'm not yeah. the cool young person anymore. 
I think you're cool, so, young and hip. So if that counts for yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. I don't feel that way. So yeah, I was just saying like, you know, I feel like this is not, I'm not the first person to talk about this, but just the whole concept of, you know, how, how easy it is to just lose sight of realness on social media platforms and, mm-hmm. you know, just feeling like we have to perform and, 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 you know, suddenly it's like little moments in life. It's like, well, should I market that? Should I, you know, it's all these questions that so many of us yes. are just like faced with and it's, and it's hard. And one thing is like, I know it's, it's really easy to, to like come down on people and be like, get off your foods and go play outside and all this. But my thing, I like to take a different approach. And I'm just like, you know what? None of like, most of us did not create these things and yet <laughs> we've been given them and they were put in front of us, marketed in front of us. And we're kind of like the first generation that's having to figure that out. So mm-hmm. I think we just need to have grace for ourselves. And yeah. for me, the way I see it is like, you know what, in a perfect world, we will all spend less time on our phones and, you know, we would go outside and, and pick wallflowers every day and, you know, <laughs> go play with our, with our rain boots in the rain. You know, it's like in a perfect world, we would all be doing that. And, but I'm like, the reality is, is like a lot of us are on our phones for many, 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 many different reasons. So the way I just kind of see it is like, well, I'll just go there, you know, I'll just go where the people are. And I, I, you know, I, I feel like that's what, that's what Jesus did. And it's like, just, he didn't go to the cool places, you know, it's like, I feel like it's it would be cool and hip to just be like, oh, I only hang out with people who don't care about social media and don't have phones and all that. It's like that's cool. And but you might be missing an entire that, group of people that need you yeah, to show up. And that's, yeah, and that's fine. Like if you're feeling called to go off the grid, like go off the grid. Like I'm like I am in full support. Do it. Um, and at the same time, if you're just like if you're like me and you're just like, I just can't stop thinking about the amount of 14-year-old girls just scrolling through and comparing Mm, themselves to women who are 10 years older than them and saying, I'm not this, I don't have this, I don't have that, I don't have this. And I'm like, man, if I were 14 dealing with that, like, what did I need to hear? Essentially, I've just been in this place where I'm realizing that, you know, I may not be like the, the, I'm not always going to be like young and hip and cool, like up on technology, but as long as these things are like I know about them and as long as people that I care about, which I, I care about the younger generation. I mean, I just I became a mom recently. I have an eight month old. And so I think about kids and teenagers a whole lot. And I'm like, as long as people are there in some capacity, like I want to, to you know, give just give hope. And and yeah. I, I don't have answers for everybody. Um but, you know, one thing that we can all know, we all know this, is that we all know more than we knew 10 years ago. So it's, <laughs> and even if, even if you feel like you've had the most boring life, um, just think about like schooling alone. I'm like, you know more just by going to school. Like you learn things right. there. Um, like I remember one time I was, I was playing a show and I don't remember where I was, but there were a lot of kids in the audience. And I just said this one time and I was just like, yeah, it's so true. And I was kind of joking, but I was like, no, this is real. Like it was, it was just like a bunch of like little kids. And I I just started asking them like what grade they were in. And like somebody, like a lot of them just like screamed like fourth grade. And I was just like, wow. I was like, that's a big deal. I was like third grade to fourth grade. I was like, 
that's a lot. You've accomplished a lot. And they were all just looking at me like, we have. Yeah. Oh, they <laughs> also I just, want to be like, known. You yeah. Know? And they were just like, oh, like it was always like, oh, a grown up recognized that, yeah, it does take a lot to move from third grade to fourth grade. <laughs> so even if you're listening to this and you're 15, it's like, you know so much since you were five years old. Like, you've learned a lot. Like, your family has been through a lot. Like, you've learned things. You've grown. Like, you've had things that have made you scared or made you excited. And it's like, you can speak. Just talk to your five-year-old self because there's another five-year-old out there. There's another seven-year-old, another 12-year-old. Whatever age you are, just look 10 years back. Talk to her. And that's something, like, when I get stuck, I still do that to this day. You know, I'm like, what did 19 year old Morgan need to hear? And it's like, if you just sit with that question for, for 30 seconds, like you'll think of some stuff, you know, it's like, if she were on Instagram right now, what, what would she need to see? You know? And so that's that's a huge, that's that's a huge thing that keeps me going because I mean, I I do share like a lot of art, like, so every day on Instagram, I I skip a few days. Like I didn't post yesterday. But every day I post like, <laughs> yeah, I said a few days and I was like, oh, I didn't post yesterday. But I, I post, I post quite a bit. And if I look at the actual art pieces that I make, I tip, I'm typically posting at least like five individual pieces of art every day. Um, and a lot of it's new. Like, I mean, I do like share older posts sometimes, but a lot of it, I'm just like challenging myself. To just like go deeper mm-hmm. every day. Like I wake up really early in the morning um, when my son is still asleep and I just get up and paint. And honestly, like the thing that keeps me doing that and the thing that keeps me going is yes, the stories that people are sharing with me, um, cause I'm, I'm writing for them. And also just the fact of like thinking about that question of just like, what do I need to hear? What did I need to hear 10 years ago? And in doing that, you start to realize the same things you needed to hear 10 years ago, you still need to hear today. <laughs> you know, the yeah. situation's different. You're in a different place. You're in a different time. Um, a lot of different things have, are going on. But at the core, it's like you probably still needed to be reminded that, yes, there's grace for this. Like, yes, there are some days where you're just not going to be able to put on a tough face. And that's OK, because you're still on a journey. Like, you can't see how mm-hmm. it all comes together right now. And I know it's really tough but you're going to be okay. Just keep going, keep being faithful. And even as I'm saying all this right now, I'm like, that's what I'm saying to my 19 year old self. So, and I'm like, Oh wait, 29 year old self needs to hear that too. Yeah. Yes. I think what I, what I'm hearing and why I think it's just so beautiful is that you take people's brokenness or they come to you with almost this matter of fact about where their life is and what they're going through or things they're facing. And what you do is you beautifully craft it and create it and return it back to them with truth and almost Mm -hmm. like a glimpse of hope. And Mm. I think that that's definitely something we need more of. So thank you for doing it. But I can imagine from me, I mean, I'm a creator. I like to think I'm a creator too. And there's a lot of other women I know listening that might find themselves in the same situation. But from outside looking in, Morgan, you are, you are doing it. You are rocking this truth like you are Mm. sharing it and spreading it and just doing it so consistently and boldly and vibrantly that I think I would call it a success but Mm. maybe to you inside your head there's going to be days and moments and maybe it happens every day you think does what I do really matter like Mm. is it really worth it is it really is that Mm -hmm. do you have those thoughts 
Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Yesterday. Oh, gosh. Yesterday I was I had the wonderful opportunity to speak in front of a group of people whom I really respect and I look up to and I just have have enormous respect for. But at the same time, it was incredibly intimidating. And I was just like, why am I here? <laughs> like, like, what on earth? Like, would anyone want to hear anything from me from? And as I, as I thought of that, I was like, you know what? I felt that same exact way when people were asking me to share more poetry after I first wrote mm-hmm. that poem. I was like, I was thinking about the whole World Wide Web and any possible critic that could find me and come out of their way to be like, you're terrible. You're a terrible artist, terrible poet. Stop doing what you're doing. I'm thinking about all these imaginary people. And I'm like, you know what? So much. I'm like, yes, there are people out there who are critics and you know, it, but it doesn't matter. It's like, there are also people out there who, when you choose to, to show up, you know, yes. you'll see like they will see themselves reflected in your courage and that is what I'm learning through this and keyword learning. Because, <laughs> Like yeah. I said, just yesterday, like, I will say it in the day to day, like, you know, I am not it doesn't hit me as much, I would say in terms of like, like, because I, I mean, at this point, you know, I'm this is going to be my third year of doing this. So I kind of it's sharing publicly, it's kind of like automatic, like, and I find ways to like, kind of have even fun with failures or things that are not successful. Like I'll give you an example. So for instance, you know, with Instagram, every post gets a different set of likes. Some get lots of likes, some get less likes. <laughs> and I would love to say, oh, I don't ever think about it. I don't ever notice. But I, I took what something I was doing, which I was looking at the likes like, oh, this didn't perform as well. I wonder why. Or, you know, this didn't get yeah. any comments. I wonder why. And I took that and I was like, you know what? Instead of trying to just like shut it off and not think about it, I was just like, I'm just going to like take it on to like find a way to turn that thought into good. So what I started doing was if any time, any time I started like doubting or like, oh, I shouldn't have posted that or, you know, sometimes like I'll accidentally have typos in my work. Um, and I do have wonderful people. Like I, I hired a team last year, uh, two amazing, incredible women, Ashley and Sydney, and they're so great. And I do have people who can help me like proofread and stuff, but sometimes I just get so excited. I'm just like, ah, I just want to post it right now. I don't know. And I <laughs> yes. don't, and I'm like, and then like, I get a text like five minutes later, Hey Morgan, like you forgot a letter in that word. And I'm like, Oh right. no, like I'm such a failure. I'm not a good writer. I'm not. And I go down that whole spiral And then I'm like, so I will write about that. I will write about what I'm feeling now. So that's essentially uh, like if I could give like a practical way to to just share with others, anybody who is interested in writing or or Mm -hmm. podcasting or speaking or anything, you know, write about what you're feeling in real time. And you're it's okay to do that. And it's hard sometimes to like get out of our head to to think that way. But that's why I like to keep. notebooks around and I like to just like keep them open like have a notebook that you just keep open around your house like and just like as you're walking by if you have a thought just write it down um another thing I do is on my phone I don't have any of the social media apps I use on the front page of my apps so I'm one of those people that I don't like to I don't like the um folders that the iPhone has I like to keep it all like 
like separate uh-huh. out in the open so yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah. i i get carried away i'm like well if i put this in this folder then that's gonna impact this and well this actually yes. belongs in this folder like why can't i put that app in two folders yeah i just i'm like i don't have enough energy for that i need to just leave that alone so i have all my apps out in the open however i keep all of my social media apps um um in a folder on the very last page so it takes like an extra step to go all the way over there. So that's something that like I've just done that's just been really helpful for me because it's like the second I open my phone and I'm like, oh, my instinct is like go to Instagram. It's not really there. It takes like six swipes to get over there. Yeah. So even that, I started doing that in August last, oh, I think well, last summer. Yeah, last June, July or something like that. And yeah, so yeah, it's it's something I'm constantly figuring out. You know, I think dealing with that constant like self-doubt or overcoming that as a creative it's it's a challenge but I just think a huge part of it is just like paying attention Mm -hmm. in your day-to-day and and figure out those little things that that can help and it's okay if it doesn't all get figured out all at once yeah yeah so one more kind of I'm just super curious about this so I would imagine that with the amount of stories that you get and that you turn over into hope and truth, you've probably come across a few that maybe you feel connected to. I don't know if that's what I I feel like I would read a story and be like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) I feel so connected or not Mm -hmm. responsible, but you, you feel it. You, you empathize so deeply with that. Do you have, I mean, you don't have to say in the other, but do you have a few like characters or people that you're like, I I think about you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do. And I still, um, it's kind of twofold. Like there's some that I think about rather often and it was something where it was like, it was like a quick thing. Like maybe they didn't even really go into much detail. Um, and I just sort of like, I was like, oh, I don't really know what to say. Let me just try. And there are two girls in particular and I, I still see their use, like their username, their profile in my head. And it, they were moments like that, two of them. And I was just like, let me just, ugh, I don't really know what to say, but I'll just try to say something. And they've become two, (laughs) those two posts have become like two of my most popular pieces. And um, I, till this day, like, I'm like, man, like, I I wish I could like go back and find them. Um, um, Because I I, I see them in my head. And like, I know them. And one of them, I remember her username, but I looked it up. I think she changed her username. And and yeah, I'm like, man, like, I wish I could know. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know what? There are people in the mic that we meet and encounter for a moment of time and and that's okay and you know maybe we'll cross paths at some point in the future and and then the other side of it is you know i i have received stories that are just um that um yeah they just hit me really heavy and i and i think about them often and there's some people that i still go if i if i'm able to keep track of their emails or usernames like i'll go back and check on them and see how they're doing so yeah it's definitely been really cool just to see how community is kind of formed and right now my sort of goal for this year and even this decade even because like i'm turning 30 in a week and (laughs) yes it's 2020 and it's like oh my gosh like there's there's so much but my goal is to just really get back into like like being like being um just in community in real life like I feel like I spent like a lot of my 20s like cultivating community online which I'm very grateful for um and it's just getting to the point now where I'm like oh my gosh I'm trying to like keep track of like usernames and all this stuff and I'm like 
I, I really just want to connect in real life as well, you know, in addition to that. So, so yeah, it's, I, I really do think that this doing all this has just been able to form like a community that I never knew I was going to be able to have. And I'm yeah. really grateful for that. Well, for all of you that are listening that are thinking, holy moly, I got to get my hands on some Morgan Harper Nichols artwork or pieces <laughs> or see what it's about. Two options. One, you can join me in following her on Instagram. But then the second option, which is so exciting for you, Morgan, is that you've written a book. And it's I called have. All Along You Are Blooming. I that have, I have. so beautiful. Yes, and it's out there in the world. It came out exactly a week ago. Wow. It, that week feels like it's congratulations been six weeks <laughs> but yes it <laughs> no, came out a week ago week ever. and i'm so excited to share it with everyone uh the poems i would say in this book are kind of like it's kind of like the the second half of the poems like of what you would see on my instagram or pinterest or what have you it's Amazing. like i went a little deeper i went a little nuanced um a few things like i talk more about like romantic love in this book because i haven't really gotten into a ton of that um, on my feet just for the sake of like I'm just covering a lot of topics um, so yeah I yeah. definitely get into some things like there's even a, a poem in there that um, it's actually like a it's actually like a like a, a song that I wrote that I would say it's very inspired by like the book of psalms and someday I'll release it but in the meantime you get to read it in the book so there's lots of lots of fun things in there all new artwork and yeah, I'm so, so yeah. excited that it's out there in the world. Me too. I'm so excited. We'll link the link to that where they can get their hands on it in your Instagram, all in our show notes for people so they awesome. can hop over and meet you online. But one of my favorite things to ask, and we'll end with this, but what are you loving these days? What's something that you just have to let the people know about? It could be like mm. product. It could be yeah. some, like a practice. Yeah. So I, oh, I love that question. I have been loving making real art. I recently went and started buying some paint again because I've been telling myself, oh, I can't paint. I'm too messy. Like that was in the past. Like I was like, you know what? I'm turning 30. I'm going to learn how to take my time and sit here <laughs> and figure it out. So it's been so much fun. Like just buying like a few like cheap tubes of paint and a notebook. And I've, so I've started to incorporate some real artwork, um, like some actual painting in what I'm doing now. And it's just been so much fun. And yeah, so I feel like that's like, there's many things. I, I love that question. I could go on and on, but that's like the first one that came to mind. Cause like, I'm looking at my, my little, like, I just bought like an organizer for the paint because it was all over our dining room table and it was yeah ah. kind of chaotic. But so yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm excited about this. I don't know what this is. I don't know what it's going to lead to, but I'm, I'm, I'm loving it right now. So yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. Well, we need you to keep creating. We need you to keep, mm. to keep painting oh. and keep writing and what you're doing matters. So I hope that you know that from one friend to you. Like I mm. admire you and your boldness and just your creativity is so inspiring. And so I just wanted to honor you in that um, publicly that oh. you're needed and we need you mm. on social media and online. So we're so grateful for you spending a few moments with us today, just chatting about who you are and what you're doing and how God's moving in your life. You're a treasure. Mm. Well, you thank are. you. And you are as well. And I hope that we get to cross paths at some point in real life. 
Um, yeah, girl, so, come yeah, to Birmingham. Thank you. I'll come to yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Come here. The weather's nice right now. The palm trees are blowing. So, yes. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, I'm always, I'm always in the South for various reasons. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much. For me, it's just so helpful to be able to hear from someone else's point of view what they're walking through, what they had to walk through to be where they are today. I have so much respect for Morgan and just admire what she's doing in her story that I had to bring it to you guys. If you want to get your hands on Morgan's new book, All Along You Were Blooming, or access things that we talked about in today's episode, then you can do that by heading over to BehindTheBlissPodcast.com and look at our show notes. I hope this week is filled with so much encouragement that you feel inspired and spurred on by Morgan and her story. We'll see you next week.